Ah, here we go again. Another compliance training. Welcome, and thank you for joining me today to talk oh, about fiscal compliance so in the new year. Hey everyone, welcome back to DIY Narrator. Josh Risser here, professional voice talent helping you to sound better than a robot. Specifically better than a robot, because today we're talking all about AI voices. And by talking all about AI voices, um, I mostly wanted to put this together to reach out to you all, because there are a lot of you out there, despite how terrible I am at producing this podcast frequently and consistently. Don't have to bring it up again, I understand. Uh, but I do have some news at the end of the podcast. We'll talk about that. Uh, but there are a lot of you who listen regularly and continue to reach out, even though you know I might go months at a time without posting anything. Uh, I wanted to get your opinions out there. So since I'm asking for your opinions, feel free to reach back out via email or on LinkedIn, uh, host at DIY Narrator, or just look me up, Josh Risser, on LinkedIn. And uh, I'd love to hear your opinion on AI voices. Specifically, I see a lot of posts from the companies that produce AI voices uh, touting the benefits of them in th on things like elearningindustry.com and places like that, and uh, out on LinkedIn, some posts and such. Uh, in the voiceover community, we've had some interesting situations where uh, a voice talent called Bev Standing, she is very highly regarded in the industry, uh, at least within the voiceover community, where she did some text-to-speech work where you do a bunch of phonetic pronunciations of syllables and then they put it together in synthesized speech, kind of how Siri was first created um, for people who hadn't learned English and were learning English, ESL folks. And um, she did this a long time ago, and somehow TikTok has gotten hold of her voice and has used it as their AI voice, which wasn't part of the initial agreement. Uh, another situation out there is there are voice talents who have lost some jobs, e-learning jobs in particular, to uh, AI voices for budgetary purposes and all that. And I, I get that, definitely get that. But I'm curious, as the inside people, what your thoughts are on AI voices, and uh, is anyone asking the learners what they think? I mean, obviously, I have a biased opinion about where AI could live. I think it works pretty good as placeholder audio, scratch track audio, and maybe something that you need to ship yesterday. But, uh, I mean, if you're just going to put a robot voice on it, why put a voice on it at all? Why not just let the learner just read? I don't think it adds any benefit. At that point, you're just putting reading into the e-learning, and... It, it's not like it's adding any additional inflection or emotion or intention to what it's saying. It's just reciting. And sure, you can add emphasis in places. I've looked some of these up just to, to see how they work. But, I mean, you can't put, like, urgency in there. And, you know, maybe in 10 years, AI will be bigger and different and, and have more to it. Uh, but... At least as things stand now, at least for the current decade, I just don't see AI sitting in e-learning, especially like places like commercial and stuff. But e-learning in particular is one where I think people see the most potential for application. I just don't see it adding value to the e-learning platform as much as someone who is who's actually thinking about the script and working with it and thinking about the learners, thinking about... The emotion that comes with sometimes these changes that you're bringing to them through e-learning. 
sometimes there can be some stress that happens with changing, like the changing certain policies or changing the way a job is done, or maybe it's an onboarding because your company was purchased and there's some stress involved in that. And you've got to make sure you have some empathy behind what you're saying because you're thinking, how is this impacting the learner? Is this going to add extra stress to them? Do I need to add empathy or enthusiasm? And I don't think there's an enthusiasm or empathy dial on the AI voice just yet. Maybe there will be in 10 years. We'll worry about that when we get to it. But at least for the time being, it just seems like a big grab towards saying, hey, you're paying 100% for voiceover work from a person. Hey, you can pay 20% and have a robot do it. And all you're really doing is saving 80%. But what about the learners? What do they feel? How are they feeling about it? How do you as the industry feel about it? I'm kind of curious, and I happen to have some of your ears, so I just want to know what you think. Now, on a personal front, I haven't lost any jobs, as far as I know, to, uh, to AI voices. I work with a few people that I've worked with since before I was full-time voiceover. So we're talking like 2016, 2017. I went full-time uh, May 2018. Hey, three-year anniversary this month, by the way. And they're still there, and we're doing the same rates that we've always done. There's never been a conversation about budget that was beyond establishing it at the beginning, something they were comfortable with and I was comfortable with, and just working at that. So what I've thought of from my business perspective, which might be relevant to the conversation, because those of you who are doing DIY narration for a company, or maybe you are a freelance instructional designer and you do that as part of your package, maybe the people who see the value in a real human voice are not the people we really have to worry about right now. Maybe just the people who are very budget sensitive and very budget conscious. If you work for a company that is just always on you about getting things done faster at the expense of quality, or if they're, you have freelance clients who are just constantly trying to drive down your rates, number one, you should probably cut them loose because fighting over budget is such a bad thing. Negotiation is one thing. Constantly fighting over budget is an entirely different thing. But maybe those are the clients that go over to AI because they're more budget sensitive than they are value and, you know, effectiveness sensitive. But those are also the people who are just taking a PowerPoint presentation, calling it e-learning, and not really talking about instructional design, right? Like really thinking about the implementation of this learning and how it's presented and how, how learners are going to receive it and what are the best scientifically proven ways to help someone learn something. So maybe this AI thing isn't something we really need to worry about right now. Keep it in mind for future as things come around and as things get better and progress because we've definitely come a long way since Siri, for example, like if you check out Descript, they're doing some pretty impressive things with the voice over there, but it still doesn't really sound like the voice you put in. It's still You can still tell this is a robot. But I'm a little afraid that if I give them the ability to make my voice as good as they can for now and potentially better in the future, all of a sudden my voice is just owned by Descript and not owned by me. So think about that if you start playing around with these. Uh, before you start plugging your voice into these things. If you become an AI avatar, do you own that avatar or does the company own that avatar? And then who owns your voice at that point? And that right now is what's a little scary to me. I don't really want another company being able to create my voice when I don't have the, uh, 
the final sign-off on what my voice says. But that might be a podcast for another podcast, not DIY Narrator, another podcast. Anyway, please reach out, let me know what you feel, how you feel about AI voices, how the people around you are talking about them, and uh, what you think the learners will feel about AI voices. I'm sure there's a whole subset of learners who are like, I don't care. I don't care what, how it's read or if a robot reads it or a person reads it. But they just might not understand that they they don't care, but subconsciously it might matter. So that's my little riff on AI. I've been thinking about it a lot the last couple of weeks. And um, I don't necessarily know that I made any points that you probably didn't have. But I would, I would love to hear your opinion on it and where you think AI in the e-learning voice world is going and how, how you feel about AI voices and how your learners might feel. Now to the news I alluded to earlier. You might have missed that. It was very quick. I do have some news. I've been working on an Essentials of E-Learning Narration. I don't want to call it a course because it's not a course. It is an Essentials of E-Learning Narration series that'll be kind of blog form. Uh, it'll be video form and it'll be here. I've I think I've talked about this before because I've really been working on it for like probably 18 months. And I finally buckled down and started to do a lot of writing over the past month or so to really bring this together. The next episode is going to be all about essentials of equipment. We're talking about microphones. We're talking about the interface XLR, USB versus XLR mics, the different types of microphones and some of my recommendations. I've, I've really hesitated talking about microphones on this podcast because you can Google it and find plenty of information about mics, but people still ask me my opinion. So I thought I would just put it out there officially so be on the lookout for that and any questions you might have as a beginner or questions you had that you had a hard time finding answers to when you were a beginner would be great. So since you're reaching out about AI voices, reach out about the things that you are struggling with in the e-learning narration world. And I will squeeze that into the Essentials series that'll be coming up soon, very soon. I've read a lot of words written. Anyway, that's enough. I don't think this podcast, it feels like this podcast wasn't about anything, but it was about stuff. All right, moving on. Thank you so much for letting me in your brain. And thanks in advance for reaching out and sharing with me your thoughts on AI voices, as well as any questions you might have that I can answer via the Essentials series. I will also answer you directly so you don't have to wait for me to produce this series. But uh, I would love to include real questions and not just my assumptions of what I think the hurdles will be. Once again, thanks for listening to DIY Narrator. Have a great week. 